Hi, everybody. Before we get into this episode, I had to let you know, like I'm literally bursting at the seams, that on March 13th, Scouts Agency is launching something major. We have been working on this for months, all with the intention to serve your business expansion and catapult your brand awareness. Now, If you want to have first access at our early bird pricing plus access to bonuses, sign up on our waitlist at scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. There will be limited spots available, so if you've been ready to go from the plateaued business owner to the visible visionary, you're going to want first access. Again, that's scoutsagency.com slash waitlist. S-C-O-U-T-S-A-G-E-N-C-Y dot com slash waitlist to sign up for first access. I'm bursting at the seams and I know I have to keep this a secret for just a couple weeks longer, so cannot wait. Okay, let's get into the episode. Scout Sobel, founder and CEO of Scouts Agency, a female-focused PR agency that specializes in the medium of podcasting. I also live with bipolar disorder. From being a college dropout to a business owner, I have garnered up the healing tools from living with a mental illness to build my entrepreneurial life. Welcome to my podcast, where I ramble about mental health tips, entrepreneurial strategies, and mindset shifts so that you can live your life of purpose. I am the emotional entrepreneur. And thank you for being here. Let's get into the episode, shall we? I was sitting on my couch when I remembered that this video of me existed. It was a promo video that I participated in at Saffron and Sage, which is my wellness and healing center. It's where I get my cupping, my acupuncture, my Reiki, my massage. I have been going to them for the last almost four years now, and they have been integral in my healing journey. And for some reason, I remembered that I recorded a video for them. I came in, there was a professional videographer, and I gave my endorsement and talked about my experience at Saffron and Sage. And I had this inkling to dig this video up. So I went to their Instagram and scrolled all the way down until I found it. And when I pressed play, I experienced a mixture of, I suppose, well, one, I cringed. And two, I was confused. And then I was really proud with also a hint of cringing still going on. I watched this video of me only three years ago, and I could not recognize the woman that I was watching. Apart from some obvious physical features, I didn't look like myself. Physically, I was carrying around extra weight from being on the specific psychiatric medication, My eyes were fluttering from left to right so quickly I couldn't just keep my center focused on the camera. My body language was meek. My hands were in my lap. And I reeked of insecurity. I watched this video and truly couldn't believe that was me and that that was me only three years ago. I recorded this video about 
a month or two before starting OKSIS podcast, which I've talked about numerous times. Podcasting has given me my career and the fact that I hopped on a mic three years ago is the reason I am standing where I am today. So I understand how I wasn't yet comfortable being in front of an audience, being a leader, developing my throat chakra and my message and standing in my personal power, but I just couldn't believe that that was me. And then I thought, should I share this to my Instagram story? Should I publicly show a video that I am cringing watching, that I am so embarrassed that I did not know how to do my hair, that I don't look my best, where my energy is low and down and insecure, when all I do is preach about strength. I looked at this video and I said, holy shit, I used to be depressed. I used to be insecure. I used to not know what it felt like to stand in my personal power. And I thought about sharing it because the emotional experience that I was going through watching this video and knowing who I am today was so great that I knew somebody else would benefit from it. But how could I share a video where just on the physical level I wasn't stoked about how I looked and then on the energetic level I cringed as to the scout that I was exuding. And it was in that dialogue that I knew that I had to share it. Someone once told me that if you are afraid to share something on social media, it is because it contains your potent truth. And in this video, staring right back at me was my potent truth. The truth that my expansion has been so quick and so great and so powerful. The truth that we all start somewhere. The truth that while I talk about it over and over and over again, sometimes I forget that I once suffered from my bipolar disorder. So I shared this video on Instagram and I wrote that I am afraid to share this, that I do not look my best. I do not sound my best. There is nothing about this video that I am proud of other than the fact that even though I was at war with my body and that I was in the depths of despair with my mental illness, I still showed up that day. I still got on camera to talk about something that I was passionate about. I still took the call when somebody asked me, hey, can you help me? I still took the call to be public with my words, regardless of the fact that my throat chakra is so fucking fucked in this video. I shared that video because I talk all the time about my healing journey, but I wanted you to see it. And honestly, three years, I was so much better than I was 10 years ago when I actually received the diagnosis. Or 15 years ago, when I was in the depths of my first depressive episode. This was just three years ago. And I know if you listen to OKSIS podcast, if you listen to this podcast, if you follow me on Instagram, I know you will be able to see the insanely true difference between Scout three years ago and Scout today. I will also link this video in the show notes of this episode in case you missed it on my Instagram story to watch. Because I think when you watch, you will be quite blown away by who I was. I shared this because I wanted to show the reality of healing. Very often on Instagram, we see the before and after photos of physical bodies. 
before the diet, before the workout, before the weight loss, etc. But how often do we see before and after of healing? How often do we really, really see tangible results of somebody's healing? I think so many times people are so stuck in their depression, their anxiety, their sadness, their way of life, that they want to get better, yet they don't have a visual of what that looks like. I know for me, when I first started taking an active role on my healing and taking radical responsibility over my emotions and my mental illness, I said to my mom, I don't know where you want me to be. This goal of emotional strength and stability and happiness and fulfillment is so abstract to me. I am just jumping into a pool to run a race that I don't know even what the finish line looks like. I have no clear direction because I don't know what I am trying to achieve here. And I think that's a really, really common theme with healing. I think that we say, oh, sure, I want the dream job. Oh, or, oh, sure, I want to feel better. Or, oh, sure, I want the dream relationship. I want to feel confident and happy and as if I'm doing things on purpose here in this lifetime. But what does that look like? When it comes to something like weight loss, we have images. We have things that our mind can wrap around. I look like this. I would like to look like this. But with healing, we don't have that. And therefore, we don't jump into the game in the first place because this destination, quote unquote, is so abstract. I posted this because I never want you to listen to me and think, wow, how can I get there? I want to show you who I was when I started. And that video isn't even where I started. That video is after six or seven years of taking an active role over my healing. And in the last three years, my healing has skyrocketed because I showed up even more aggressively. I put myself in front of a mic. I spoke my truth even when it was uncomfortable or when I fumbled or when I wasn't proud of what I said. I showed up so significantly, not just in my own life, but in public. And so the trials and tribulations and the trials and the errors of healing are not linear. You will go forward and then you will go backward. You will try something, it will not work. You will try something again and it will. And you will take that with you. And then when you go backwards again, you will remember that thing that works and you will implement it then. Healing is not linear. You don't take one step and then the second step and then the third step and then the fourth step. You take the first step and then you take the second and then you're back at the first and then you go to the second and then you go to the third and then you go to the fourth and then you're back at the second or sometimes you go back to the first. It's just this building block game that gets crumbled to the ground and then you rebuild but when you rebuild you have muscle memory on how to do so. So the thing about healing, the key to being consistent and maintaining on that journey To so strongly believe in your practice and in your future and in the dreams that you have in your head that you would love to implement and physically embody in this lifetime is to just keep showing up. Even when you feel down and depressed and like life has really caught up with you or beat you down or you're discouraged, just show up. You don't have to show up at your highest energy. You don't have to show up in the best mood. You don't have to show up as your highest self but you just have to keep showing up. And sometimes showing up means canceling your plans and sitting in bed and reading a book all day. Sometimes showing up means getting on an IG Live to talk about what you're passionate about. 
Sometimes showing up means browsing LinkedIn to see what other jobs are out there. Sometimes showing up means journaling your manifestations and allowing yourself to dream so wild that nothing can hold your imagination back. I kept showing up these last three years. Every single week, I recorded and released an episode for OKC's podcast. I then grew Scout's agency. It was not easy. Especially that first year, I cried so much. It was so uncomfortable, the growth I was experiencing, and yet I chose growth every single day, regardless of the uncomfortable emotions, because I decided and made a contract with myself that I would keep showing up in life. And whether your healing takes six months or a year or three years or 15 fucking years as it has taken me and it will continue to take me, just know that you can keep showing up. Just know that healing is possible even when you feel as if it is not. Just know that I believe in you because I believed in myself and I saw what was possible. Just know that you can do this. The trials and the errors of healing are so distinctly and personally yours. And the thing that's going to get you to that finish end or the thing that's going to expand your life is if you wake up every day and you say, I know this fucking sucks. I know this is fucking uncomfortable, but I will show up today. I will show up today. I will show up today. And then your life will unfold. I hope this episode has landed with you in the perfect timing that you need. I hope that it gives you the courage to chase after your entrepreneurial dreams and your purpose. And if you are so willing, I would be so honored if you would text this episode to a friend, if you would rate the podcast five stars and leave a review, and if you would follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. Over there, you can find links to sign up for my newsletter which is also in the show notes and get involved with all of my offerings from Scouts Agency to OKSIS podcast to this podcast. I am so appreciative that you are here and I will see you on the next episode.